0: Who would win in a fight, George of the Jungle or Encino Man? Whoa, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, See, the thing (laughs) with Brendan Fraser
1: in Encino Man is he's surprisingly not ripped. (laughs) Like you would Mm -hmm. expect him to be more muscly, but they didn't do any work (laughs) at all on him. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas he really buffed up for George of the Jungle. So, yeah, dude, I think he, I got to give it to like George shredded
0: for George of the jungle. <laughs> well, plus George of the jungle has like a certain amount of, you know, like tune powers where he can like lift up a lion and spin it around on one finger. Yeah. Brandon Fraser is a big guy. He's large. He's tall and he's imposing. And sometimes uh, he's a whale. Know, <laughs> well, he, he is. <laughs> That's not what I mean, though. But no, like his character in Encino Man is a big guy as well. Like if he walked up to you, you'd be like, "Whoa, it's a big guy.
1: Wait, no, I got to tell you about, Stephen Colbert made fun of this, but it was uh, Brendan Fraser accepting the Academy Award for his role in The Whale, and he just made so many like water references, like it's so great to be on this ship sailing toward all of our whales and all you people out there are just like (laughs) these (laughs) wonderful marine animals. And as
0: we sail across the sea of Hollywood together, (laughs) let us all take a deep breath from our (laughs) blow holes of integrity and dine on the krill of success (laughs) colbert's like has he watched his movie did did he not realize that the movie wasn't about an actual whale (laughs) because it's not about a whale Wow. Maybe he didn't know what. I mean, I've heard him talk about his character, though. He definitely knew what his character (laughs) was. I think he got up on stage, his mind blanked, and
1: all he could think of was whale. (laughs) That is quite possible. Ocean stuff. (laughs) And speaking of the Academy Awards, this movie that we're talking about in Man, has. Two people in it who won yeah. the Academy Award in 2023. <laughs> it's pretty, it's got pretty two weird.
0: O- Oscar winners. It's uh, got Brendan
1: Fraser and, and it's not Paulie Shore Kwan. <laughs> uh, I'm not Yay. sure how you say his name, but yeah, K K Hui Short Kwan.
0: round, like two of my favorite actors ever when I was a kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but of course, <laughs> Mr. Kwan uh, is not exactly featured front and center in this movie. He's maybe in two scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So anyway, I think the point of that Academy Award thing was you can expect great things from this movie, Encino Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, well... Oscar-worthy yeah. material. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can, you can, can expect anything you want from this movie. <laughs> um, but if you're
1: like most people, no, you probably expect nothing and have never heard of it.
0: It has relatively famous actors in it, though. It's got, of course, Holy Brendan Fraser, sure? already mentioned... Sean Austin. Yeah, it's got Paulie Shore. It's got Sean Samwise like Angie. Those, <laughs> those are all names that people know. Um, know. <laughs> you know like, yeah, yes, uh, Sam. Maybe Florida. at one point people knew
1: Polly Shore. Uh, people still know who he is. People don't know Sean Austin's name. They know he was no, I, I Sam. <laughs> I, <didn't. laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I always want to call him Corey Feldman, which I know knew. is not his no, name. No, he's
0: not Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've known Encino Man basically for as long as I remember. And I understand that a lot of people probably don't know Encino Man, but apparently for whatever reason, it was a movie that our dad just had to have like at release. And then we watched it like very Uh, often, (laughs) like over and over, (laughs) which looking back, I now realize is probably because it was like a relatively inoffensive and tame family movie. (laughs) So he's like, this one's fun. I'll turn this on every once in a while. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was just an easy choice. But uh, there's there's one small detail about this movie that has always bugged me. Could a frozen caveman from thousands of years ago come back to life after being thawed out? No. And the answer is no. <laughs> this could not happen, and it is never explained in this movie at all. They don't even try to explain it. It's they just it just happens. It happens twice. <laughs> No, that's, that's always been the, my main sticking point with this movie. Even as a kid, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that couldn't happen. The screenwriting rule is
1: you're allowed one unbelievable thing at the beginning of your script.
0: But what if they do it again at the very end? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if i have already they, accepted then it that it can callback. happen. It could be a okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either way, I think it's too unbelievable, especially in a movie where no other unbelievable things happens. So today I'm I'm going to write this great injustice. I'm going to try to give a reason for the crazy things that happened in this movie. I have a theory that Link, the caveman played by Brendan Fraser, he was not a caveman. He was actually Stoney, played by Polly Shore. He was Stoney's half-brother. And uh, they concocted a plan together to pretend that he was a caveman. Uh, and live with Dave, and uh, basically mooch off of him for the rest weez. of the school year. Weeze all yeah, this weez stuff. Yeah, weeze lots not, of not juice. Not mooch. <laughs> weeze everything. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what? You, what is the what is the plot of Encino Man? What, what's this movie all about? Okay, so there's this teenage loser who's like. Just a total prick.
1: He's just know, like the most irredeemable so <laughs> irredeemable protagonist ever. Anyway, played by so Sean your, your Austin. So you're, of course, talking
0: about Dave. Yeah, Dave right. played by there's Sean a, Austin. Uh, there's
1: yeah. a teenager named Dave, played by Sean Austin, and he wants to be popular. He also wants to dig a pool. Mm-hmm. He has a best friend named... Stony, but you probably know him better as Polly Shore. If you don't know who Polly Shore is, he's the guy from the goofy movie who says, A little smoky. It's a leaning tower of Jesus. (laughs) He's that guy who talks that (laughs) way. Anyway, basically, David just wants to be popular and he finds a frozen caveman in his backyard as he's digging a pool, which is a weird thing to be doing. Yeah. He finds a caveman. For some reason, thinks this will make him popular. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. Never <laughs> I explained, don't know why. So, like, I have no he,
0: idea what he, his thought process is. It
1: seems like he wants to be famous, but he doesn't. He hides the fact that it's a caveman, which is the thing that makes him interesting.
0: <laughs> so I'm not yeah, totally yeah, sure. It makes going. zero sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> is the weirdest. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dave is just like he he's he's unhinged. He's got problems. Like yeah. he's just like a. A total dirtbag, and oh, he's also he's, a he's moron.
1: bad. He's attracted to a young woman named Robin, spelled, spelled with a Y. A y. <laughs> Who, as it turns out, Robin, luckily for David, is attracted to dirtbags. Uh, she's dating a guy named Matt who's mm-hmm. a total dirtbag. She's bag. also attracted to cavemen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's attracted to cavemen and and uh, and bullies and uh weasley. Well, not she's not attracted to weasels. No, no, she doesn't <laughs> like weasels. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're probably gonna be talking about weasels a whole bunch, just to give context for that. For some reason, Polly Shore's character, Stoney, says he is a weasel and uses the term yeah. wheeze a lot which seems mm-hmm. to be what we would call mooch in this day and age yeah so uh, that's pretty much the plot uh, David yeah, it's, is it's a bad guy basically like a fish
0: out of water story <laughs> yeah. caveman Brendan comes Fraser, back to life who they call Link tries to blend in as a as a high schooler kind of becomes a high schooler doesn't really try to blend in but they sort of force (laughs) him to Um, and
1: people love link link gets popular david who is as we said a total dirtbag doesn't like that so he tries to get rid of link and then Polly shore's character who as it turns out is actually a very nice guy and also despite what you may think very intelligent Mm mm-hmm he manages to kind of make peace, and really without David doing anything at all, things turn out fine in the end. Uh, yeah. Link lost his girlfriend in the Ice Age, and she also thaws out at the very end, and he gets Yay. back together with his cave woman. And, and they all live happily again. ever after. And I guess David gets together with Robin at the very end, which doesn't really make any sense. But. uh
0: I always... Just absolutely loved the fact that, for whatever reason, the main character of this movie is obsessed with digging a pool. (laughs) Like, not paying people who know how to build a pool to help him build a pool like no no he just wants to dig it he he just assumes that if he digs a big hole in his yard it will become a pool and lo and behold at the end of the movie it does, it does. a very muddy <laughs> gross I always, pool i always just love that i thought it was the funniest weirdest thing It's like why does he want to dig a pool why does he think this will work oh it did work he's got a pool it would so be I gross that.
1: and muddy and people shouldn't be swimming in it. I, yeah.
0: I, was, was there a rainstorm? I don't even know why it suddenly filled with water. No, no. There's actually a reason for that. In-universe. And it's never explained in the movie. It's actually... <laughs> we can get into this <laughs> later. Journal? It's explained in uh, Stoney's Encino High Notebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a book published in, in conjunction with this movie. It, there sure was. And we tracked it down. In that book, it explains that what happened was the rest of the glacier that was underground right there melted and what? filled the pool with water. <laughs> That's, That's what not happened. how ice works. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then that pool would be like incredibly It <laughs> doesn't expand fringinged. when it melts. It'd be so cold.
1: <laughs> it would be a sinkhole.
0: <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> like a deadly sinkhole. Oh, <laughs> mm so let me tell you a little more about this theory. It might sound crazy, right? It's, the movie's clearly about a caveman. How could it not be about a caveman? Well, I already said he, he would have been dead if he was a caveman. So we know he wasn't a caveman, right? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go under the assumption that, you know, real life physics, real life anatomy is also present in this movie. And if he had frozen, he would have died. We know from that that he was not frozen. <laughs> he was just a guy. Walt Disney is rolling in his frozen grave right now. (laughs) Well, we know that Stoney came from a bad family situation. I believe that Stoney and his half-brother Link got kicked out. Uh, And there's good evidence for this in the movie as well. And Stoney figured that he would fix him and Link up with a nice place to stay, a good haircut, food and money, and also maybe teach his loser friend Dave a lesson in the process. So they concocted a plan to pretend that Link is a caveman and live with Dave for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's
1: and so simple. It
0: <laughs> well, it worked. They got food. They got a place to live. They got haircuts. Dave did become a little less horrible by the end of it. And I can, I can prove basically all of this. <laughs> um, now, why pretend to be a caveman, you might ask? <laughs> well, there is good reason for that. I also just have to mention the hardest part of this theory was figuring out how Stoney had access to some kind of walk-in freezer to make the giant ice block. Oh, um, man. But I, I figured well, that I out, too. I <laughs>
1: can't wait to hear okay. that.
0: So basically, it starts out with an opening sequence where we see Link and his wife getting entombed in an earthquake. Yeah, that didn't happen. That's just like Stoney and Axel. Uh, sorry. So I think his name was actually Axel, but I'm going to get <laughs> into that later. Because that's what he wanted to call him, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, Yeah, is. We'll, we'll get into that later. That was actually Stoney and Link uh, just kind of discussing their plan. They were like, whoa, what if you were like a caveman? What if you got into oom in ice? Whoa, <laughs> he's dude. like, yeah, cool. <laughs> that's the best Pauly show I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. That's exactly how he talks. Then Dave wakes up, he gets to work digging his own pool, which I don't think you can do. You can't just go dig a pool by hand. Not only would it not, like, work out how you want it to, but you also, like, got to apply for permission with the city council for a major right, well, thing, like, a pool. you gotta check for,
1: yeah, gas lines, water lines. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well... <laughs> and like it's that's this probably is what happened hazard. he probably hit a water
1: line not a not a glacier it's oh, sewage probably. coming up in his pool <laughs>
0: that's why he links Grover is so dirty <laughs> yeah dave's out there digging his pool stoney walks in he's already mooching off of the family right so he's already weaseling off the family dave's mom is wailing that he snaked her last bagel and then David asks him to grab a shovel and help, and he says, Nope, I just want a munch. I thought it was pretty weird that he used the word snaked. I actually understood yeah. that. That's one of the her few... weez- last bagel. <laughs>
1: right. That's one of the few slang words he used that I understood.
0: Stoney is too tired today to help him dig. Maybe because he was up all night burying a giant block of ice in that pool. <laughs> <laughs> He's already done enough digging. He doesn't want to oh. dig anymore. <laughs> dang i thought he was just a slacker but <laughs> well and speaking of being slackers uh dave and stoney start having a conversation about life and basically dave wants to accomplish something and stoney is like no just be a loser we're lo- losers <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> i'm horrible at paulishore impressions <laughs> we're losers is how he says it <laughs> this is because he wants dave to keep being a loser living at home with his rich parents so that he can keep mooching off of Dave and his rich parents. If Dave moves away for college, then he won't have really anything for Stoney to mooch. So he wants, he wants Dave to stay right here. Okay. So I've got a question for you. Uh, Stoney says something here that just was... I, I can't interpret it. And there's a lot of things he say that says that I can't yeah, interpret. I barely like understand really a word he says. <laughs> so David's complaining that he accomplished nothing in high school. And then Stoney says, dude, you should be stoked though, buddy. Because you got through the last four years without the full on melon tweakage.
1: <laughs> what does that
0: mean? <laughs> What's, like he didn't get his boobs twisted? <laughs> like, I don't know what Stoney's celebrating here.
1: Yeah, it could be a reference
0: to getting
1: bullied and maybe he didn't get bullied as much as he could have.
0: (laughs) I kind of think maybe melon means head and he's like, you didn't get brainwashed? I don't know, like melon tweaked. I have no idea. But like, like, as we learn in this movie, Stoney is, he's pretty studious. He actually likes learning. Yeah, (laughs) he he does. He he doesn't dislike school. He enjoys school. (laughs) He takes good notes. (laughs) Stony reveals his view on life. He says, "Truth is, bro, life's about greasing on the dew back, buddy, wheezing (laughs) on the buffest man." I've I've deciphered a lot of his slang words. What does grease and greasy and greasing mean? Do you know? Um, I think grease just means like anything that is kind of like underhanded, but. Good, like you know, okay. like it's you know, like if someone does something, then you might be, oh man, that is greasy. Like yeah, like you managed greasy. it, but it was like kind of not great. Like I don't know, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what he's saying. Uh, so he uses buff a lot. He's, he he yeah, calls things buff. Um, that was one I had trouble. Buff. With. <laughs> buff basically means like successful and or attractive.
1: Okay. <laughs> but not necessarily so,
0: both, because he refers no, to Stanley Kubrick as buff, and I don't think he's attracted yeah. to Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> no. And that, that's only in his that's, notebook. That's though. in his notebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's just saying life is all about mooching off of the most successful people, uh, and that's what he wants to continue to do. Later that day at school, they're learning about prehistoric Cro-Magnon man, Mm-hmm. the teacher asks a question he says what were we talking about last week prehistoric man in the in the what in the what nobody raises their hands in the entire class except for Stony. he's yeah. the only one and his hand shoots excitedly up and the teacher calls on him and he says the ice age and then the teacher is like yes that's exactly right he was actually paying attention last yeah. week uh, <laughs> and he was paying attention because he was concocting a plan back at david's house they're digging again and david digs up a very cold clay bowl stony immediately grabs it from him and starts to plant ideas in dave's head he says i know what this is bro that's a musterian bowl yeah th- that's no, weird
1: this... he's correct <laughs> and...
0: yeah <laughs> so i, sh- he's I don't know that correct. Oh.
1: <laughs> musterian
0: refers to an archaeological industry of stone tools associated primarily with neanderthals in europe and the earliest anatomically modern humans in North Africa and West Africa. So it's it's basically right. It's close enough that Stoney actually you know has done some research and knows what he's talking about. Um, it's in America though, you know, instead of being in Europe, North Africa, or West Asia. So, uh, but no, it's uh, it's really interesting that he knows this. And Dave is surprised that he knows this. And Dave is like, "How did you know this incredibly obscure fact?" And he's like. Don't you ever watch Jeopardy? (laughs) Which doesn't explain it at all. But no. he does love Jeopardy! As we find out in his notebook. <laughs> he yeah. wrote a whole letter to Trebek trying to get on Jeopardy! Um, the whole letter was written in answer question format. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was incredibly yeah. difficult to read. Well, I
1: mean, even in his notebook, he has like taken, like, he seems to have pasted in his notebook pages from his textbook about the Stone Age. So Absolutely, yeah. He's got good notes on that. And also, one note I liked from the notebook is that there's a a note about political correctness that says you should no longer say homo sapiens but non-traditional lifestyle sapiens wow
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's kind of funny but also is that uh, is that <laughs> is that acceptable nowadays is that cancelable <laughs> i don't know about but <laughs> he is really trying to plant the idea in dave's head that this bull is from the stone age and I believe that he put that bowl there for David to find. In just a second, during the ensuing earthquake that happens, <laughs> um, he trips and throws the bowl directly on top of the giant ice block that he wants David to find. I believe that he put that bowl there and he put the ice block there, and he's trying to get David to find it there. Dave only found this Iceman buried exactly where Stoney knew he'd be digging and Stoney specifically directed him to dig there and planted the idea of a caveman in his head and planted the idea of Stone Age pottery in his head.
1: Not only is he a master manipulator, he's good at throwing things while pretending to be tripping so that they fall exactly during where an actual earthquake to, during an actual yeah. earthquake. <laughs> he didn't expect there
0: to be a real earthquake right then but uh. <laughs> so it's also important to note though if you don't believe me, the, look at the dirt on and around the ice, uh, the ice block that Dave finds. It's all yeah. loosely packed gravel and rocks like it's just been filled in recently. The rest of the pool is tightly packed dirt as if, you know, it was just, you know, someone's still digging there. This is all, it's even a different color than the rest of the dirt in, in the pool, right? And the one thing that I always thought was odd is that
1: the ice is... Not glacier ice. It's like ice cube ice. It's totally transparent. Yeah. It's like freshly well, frozen ice, not a bunch of snow and dirt and stuff packed together for centuries in the ground.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's clear. It's not quite clear enough for David to see exactly what's inside, but he does immediately announce, there's a guy buried in my pool. They run back to the pool and there are now cave paintings all over the side of the pool, which David is digging out Which definitely were not there last time we saw them digging. There were no cave paintings before, and also (laughs) these paintings aren't on like any rock or wall. They're just painted onto the dirt dirt. he had been digging, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like it's impossible that he dug exactly where the paintings were just by accident. Like no, these these paintings would only be there still if they were on like a rock or something. Yeah, (laughs) Stoney and Link definitely put these paintings there, and that's uh, this is evidenced by. As they're inspecting the ice block, Stoney, first he says, dude, I know what this is. It's a caveman planting the idea in Dave's head. And then when Dave is like, no, no, he can't be a caveman. That's stupid. Without even looking, Stoney points back at the paintings on the wall and says, (laughs) I'm serious. He knew they were there. He didn't even look at them. He just points. He's just like, I'm serious. A caveman, look at those paintings. (laughs) Those paintings that weren't there a moment ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The next thing that's revealed is that they have everything they need to move this gigantic ice block they have a ride-on lawnmower a wheelbarrow a swing set and some ropes which they make a pulley system out of which stoney apparently knew exactly how to make a pulley system to do this as if he's done it before they are very quickly able to get this giant ice block out of there so it would have been just as easy for them (laughs) to get it in (laughs) i think it would have been difficult but i guess it's doable is this ice block part of a giant glacier? You already mentioned that <laughs> no, it doesn't look like glacier a ice. ice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's, a big it doesn't look like cube. a piece of a glacier. Yeah, it's like a like a bathtub-shaped singular piece of ice as if someone froze water in a container and brought it here. It doesn't look like a chunk of glacier that broke off at all. Stony kind of completes the illusion by pointing out, "Look, look in there. That's his pits, that's his head." Um, they're probably just looking at like a frozen mannequin that he put into the ice when he (laughs) froze
1: it. Dang, Tony was crazy in this plan. (laughs) This is like serial killer behavior. He's like practicing freezing a mannequin in a bathtub.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. He he was kicked out of his home. Uh, Him and Link, they were both kicked out. We're going to find out later. My next note is just, I think it's really weird that they apparently like just like slept on top of each other in the dirt and (laughs) grass. Yeah. I mean, from Dave's point of view, why? But from Stoney's point of view, this makes perfect sense. This is another good piece of evidence that he is actually homeless right now. He references the fact that his family situation is not good at the moment.
1: So you believe that's where Stoney normally sleeps, Yes. And Dave <laughs> just joined him. <laughs> okay. They just haven't noticed that, yeah. that Dave's friend sleeps in the dirt in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. Poor, <laughs> poor, poor Stoney. Stoney. But when he first shows up at the pool the day before um, and, and Dave is digging... His clothes are very clean and he
0: even says, I just cleaned them. Why are you yeah, <laughs> throwing he dirt on them? <laughs> probably How did just he... went and wheezed some clean clothes from a store. We we oh. find him later in the movie wheezing food from the gas station. <laughs> I feel like stealing clothes is no a little to different. But <laughs> So the next day at school, like David is just like overly excited to tell Robin that he found a caveman. I don't know why. Like, he's certain that she's going to fall head over heels for him. Yeah. Because no, he found plan. <laughs> a caveman. <laughs> it's not he's a good like, plan. That'll do it. That'll get her. <laughs> so as they're at school, they've left the ice in the shed, melting, surrounded by heaters. When they get back, it's just melted. And there's a caveman there. They didn't see him burst out. Only, only we see him burst out. And someone has left, like. Muddy, bloody handprints on the wall. <laughs> right. Like Stoney just had Link come over, get all muddy, trash the house, leave handprints everywhere. It's really gross that he's drinking from the gutter. Maybe this is just how Link's been living because he, he's kind of homeless at the moment. <laughs> but yeah. He's <laughs> just drinking gutter water. <laughs> yeah. Either way, Dave never saw the ice melt. He never saw Link come out of it. He just came home, the ice was gone, and there's a caveman. But he believes that this caveman came out of the ice actually it's just stoney's brother the plan seems to work
1: no matter what your interpretation of the movie is, but I find yeah. it odd that that uh, Stony would think that trashing the house would get them to let Link stay there.
0: Let's, well, let's gotta to... mud on the walls. That'll get. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to pretend to be a caveman, otherwise the whole thing doesn't work. Dave won't like sneak some random person into his house, but he will sneak a caveman into his house. I mean, right. clearly he will, right? We know he will because he does. Um, <laughs> so okay. his plan does work <laughs> like Stoney just knows dave well enough to know what will get him i mean going and, and the plan and does work even
1: in the, if he is an actual caveman because his parents are just like
0: yeah well there, there's good reason for that too and we'll get into that in just a little bit this this theory goes even deeper Oh, <laughs> just no. so you know <laughs> but yeah they're getting to know link he immediately starts like repeating them and saying words when they say no. As he's setting everything on fire, yeah. he clearly knows how to talk. It's not like he—it's not like he's a man who's never never used his vocal cords for anything more than like hooting. they—they <laughs> they give him a bath using all the cleaning chemicals in the cupboard, which is so dangerous. Uh, like, yeah, no, they, they would make bleach, like chlorine gas, they would and make dye. mustard gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way they clean him up he looks just like stony you know he's got the same hair the same fashion uh he elongates his words just like stony he says <laughs> but uh and stony even points this out he's like hey he looks just like me and he talks like me eh? <laughs> like, we're brothers yeah <laughs> <laughs> david then says we got to give him a cool name and stony immediately says axel, axel. And I think that's just because his name is Axel. <laughs> I think Stoney's brother was named Axel. But unfortunately, David disagreed and they ended up calling him Link. I don't think that Link minds. I think he kind of sees this as a way to run away from his past. And uh, he's OK with having a new name. So they just go along with that. You mentioned Dave's parents, right? How they kind of just accept this whole thing. There's good reason for that. They're a bit freaked out. that The house has been trashed. But, uh, you know, they're, they're talking to Dave about it. Dave says, "Oh, Link is a foreign exchange student from Estonia." As Dave is trying to convince them of this, uh, his dad looks kind of like scared and uneasy, but the mom just looks confused and upset. <laughs> like it's it's hard to interpret what the dad is feeling. His mom says, N- "Why does none of this sound familiar to me?" But then the dad butts in and very carefully says, "Uh oh, oh actually, I, I I think that now I I, I do recall something." All the while staring at Stoney. Oh, no. So this is because Dave's dad is having an affair with Stoney's mom. And he is probably, (laughs) I mean, he is Stoney's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Dave and Stoney are half brothers, unbeknownst to Dave and his mom. Um, Oh, gee. I didn't even think the dad was an important character at all. No, he (laughs) is. And there's there's good proof of this, too. (laughs) So right now, Stoney and Link, they know that he has this secret family with with them, and they're using that against him. They're pressuring him to let them stay there. (laughs) He recognizes Link. He knows that Link is Stoney's half-brother from his secret family, and he knows that Link will reveal all his cheating if he doesn't play along. Otherwise there's no reason why would he take the kid's side on this except for to like protect some secret sorted affair. And <laughs> he even then says he he ends the discussion and says, "Okay, it's time for dinner. I'm hungry." Stanley, I assume you'll be joining us. We practically feed the whole neighborhood, so why not part of Estonia as well? Like, he's (laughs) so ready to accept this and go along with it. It doesn't make any sense unless he's, like, just trying to brush it aside as quick as possible. I mean, it definitely always seemed weird to me how quickly
1: they accept it, despite them having never, like, I assume you'd have to sign forms or
0: something. (laughs) Like, you can't just have a kid from another country stay with you. So they take Link to school, and it's revealed that Link is not a caveman he's not a caveman at all he's just like a kind-hearted kind of wacky dude he is completely comfortable in his surroundings he starts climbing around making friends and just having fun like he's just a nice guy at a school this whole time stoney thinks dave's a jerk for using link i don't really understand how he's using link (laughs) but uh he is a jerk though he's correct about that Well, I mean, Stoney's sticking up for Link because Link's his brother. But David keeps saying, we found him. We can do whatever we want with him. I don't know what he wants to do with him. But then Stoney. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery. Stoney Stoney cuts him off. He's like, we, we, we. No, you, you, you. I just want to be his friend. After school that day, it's revealed that Stoney and Link were clearly great friends already. They've been friends for a long time because they're brothers. Link and Stoney hit up a convenience store, which they probably do every day because they're homeless and they need food. (laughs) And they're clearly just messing around. Stoney's pretending to be a caveman while loading up on snacks and they're having some bro fun, right? Like they they wheeze the juice, they get candy, they get burritos. And then uh, when they leave, Link puts on sunglasses, goes back in and says, I'll be back which he wouldn't know how to do if he was a caveman. What? Well, <laughs> he, why would he be parodying Terminator if he's a he caveman? Did, he did see that scene on the TV. Yeah, supposedly. okay. He, I mean, he wouldn't know the significance of that scene. He saw yeah. it before he'd ever heard a word of English. <laughs> you know? Someone who made this like, movie really liked that, that scene from Terminator. <laughs> dude, it, I mean, when this movie was made. That scene was like the greatest thing ever, and still is, because <laughs> Terminator is <Wow>. amazing. <laughs> we made like three episodes about Terminator: yeah. If David isn't there why why is Link so
1: committed to his character that he's still in character if they Go but to the gas station every day.
0: Link's Link's just messing around. Like Link he he never acts caveman y at all in this scene. He's just being a guy. Well, he Stony's says, the one the who's the acting juice. like he's a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so does Stoney. <laughs> I mean, they like Stoney's well, Stony the one says, acting like he's a caveman just for fun. <laughs> so yeah, they're just they're just being bros. They're just messing around.
1: <laughs> okay. This wheeze the juice thing, that's where they stick their head under the slushy machine and they just drink it that's the part of this movie that i remember most i think <laughs> wow. from from when i was a kid i don't think i remember a whole lot other
0: than them thawing him out and wheezing the juice <laughs> that's i didn't remember this part till i watched it again i really? mostly just remembered like the building the pool thing to me that was like so i weird.
1: i didn't remember that Stony refers to himself as a weasel or that he uses this word <laughs> at other points in the movie and i always right, wonder why okay. is it called wheezing the this. juice is it because it's like you're choking <laughs> on it no, 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 <laughs> you're, you're inhaling bird.
0: the juice you're you're drinking it so much Weezing. it's a verb that comes from the noun weasel it yeah means i, I to, know that now to weasel to wheeze
1: <laughs> i grew up with asthma so to me wheezing meant something completely different <laughs>
0: oh, inhale the juice <laughs> oh no i mean that's kind of what they were I mean, doing that, they're just like, like oh, they make wheeze. You <laughs> The two store clerks clearly knew they were going to steal and were watching them the whole time. And then when they started wheezing the juice, they were like, okay, stop stealing, get out. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yes. They uh, sorry. What they were doing. And random trivia, of course, Brendan Fraser and the store clerk oh, here would later be one. in the
1: movie The Mummy. Brendan Fraser, of yes. course, as O'Connell and the store
0: clerk as Dr. Bay, uh, the the guy who like runs the, the library. The leader of the <laughs> library, yeah. So... They're all eating dinner together, and Stoney starts kind of razzing Dave's dad. He says, You know, Mr. M, the way I look at it, someday your daughter and I could be married, and we could be related. Which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. I always thought that was weird. It's very weird. But he's clearly playing on the fact that they are related. He's, he's just trying to get under his dad's skin. Right? Okay. He's like, yeah, couldn't we be related, dude? And then his dad is like, yeah, I count the days. And then immediately asks, so Stanley, how is your mother? <laughs> Why would he be asking about Stoney's mom? It's because she's his lover. <laughs> he, oh. He's been having an affair with her. He's like, How's your mom doing? He's so. probably kind of like, Do you need like money or something? Stoney was
1: threatening him by very subtly alluding to this in front of his family. Mm-hmm. And then he much less subtly alludes to the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> well, he's he's basically threatening like, himself. What do you want, Stony? Like, how how's your mom? Is everything okay? And then Stoney answers him and reveals everything is not okay and tells him what he's doing. Like, this is the best part of this theory. Stoney says, she's really bummed, Mr. Morgan. Hey, if you're edged because I'm wheezing on your grindage, just chill. Because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happening at my pad, I'd go grind over there. So don't tax my gig so hardcore, Cruster. He is literally describing how they're having severe family trouble And he's been kicked out and forced to live on the street with Link and they need a place to live. (laughs) That's what he's telling him. We might
1: need to translate that sentence into English because I know that grindage means food. Grind means eat, which is not (laughs) generally what grind means. (laughs) Sometimes it's a skateboarding (laughs) thing.
0: Cruster, I believe, is old man. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like old uptight dude. He basically just says, "Like, yeah, if you're mad that I'm, you know, kicking it over here and eating your food, wheezing your grindage, don't so be
1: mooching your food."
0: <laughs> yes, he's like, and "Don't be," because you know, if I had a family, if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happening in my pad, he's basically just saying, if I had a mom and a dad and everything good, like I'm supposed to have, Dad, <laughs> then I'd be oh, over there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what he says. Like, he, he, my mom's not taking care of me, so you have to, Dad, Cruster. Since it seems like. Stoney is here all the time uh, wheezing
1: their grindage. hmm Maybe the mom doesn't like it when he takes her last bagel, but... The dad has accepted that they feed Stoney pretty much every day. So yeah, because he's a son. Why did he need such a complicated plan? seems like he could have just brought Link and right. said he it's was a student from it, Estonia instead of convincing Dave that he's a caveman first and then having layer upon layer of lies in this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's because he is
0: uh, Dave's dad's son. Like uh, Dave's dad is Stoney's dad. But Dave's dad is not Link's dad. Link came from another guy. Oh, okay. Right? So he so, so knows that he won't want to take care of Link. So he has to like concoct this whole weird thing to get Dave on board because he's like, if Dave is on board, then that will just make everything easier for me. I'll be able to pressure the dad. We'll be able to smooth things over with the mom. He's just taking the easy road. He's not complicating <laughs> so it at all. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about?
1: Well, Link, again, just very good at staying in character then during this scene Um, because he eats from the dog bowl, which is actually his bowl.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then he eats a fly, maybe. I mean, that's not so weird. I I knew a guy in high school who uh, would like to go around and catch flies out of the air. So... uh, (laughs) And eat them? (laughs) It happens. He he didn't eat them, but he would catch them. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So then Link is going to go on a date with Ella at the ice skating rink, uh, which is called Blades. This whole scene might seem rather innocuous in the context of my theory, but it turns out this scene is actually integral to my theory. Oh, very, this is how he got the important. ice block. <laughs> I racked my brain trying to figure out how Stony would have access to a place that can produce large quantities of ice. And then it hit me. The ice Blaine. skating rink. <laughs> the entire purpose of this place is to produce Ice. of course they have some sort of freezer or ice machine or something and i mean why include the ice skating rink in the movie at all if not to provide a way for him to have created this ice block is there any evidence uh, that he is connected somehow to this ice skating rink (laughs) well it turns out as we've mentioned before there's a tie-in book that was made (laughs) to support this movie it's only advertised like way 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 at the end credits like after everything there's one line that says. Check out Stoney's Encino High Notebook. So we tracked it down. We read this entire book. Very hard to track down, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it's a valuable book nowadays. It shows that Stoney is much more invested in his studies and cavemen than you might have guessed watching the movie. But I also found on page 36 of the book that Stoney has made a Nug rating chart ranking (laughs) various aspects of the girls that he knows and some fictional girls as well. And one girl in particular on this chart stands out. Her name is Amy, Amy. M. And according to Stoney, she scored a perfect 10 in Betty All Hood, categories. Smooch City, Moppage, Bathing Suit, and Personality. Those are the five categories, and I didn't name them. Stoney named them, so don't, don't get <laughs> mad at me. Um, Moppage, I believe, is hair. Betty seems to be what they call just any woman. being a Being a babe, basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Amy M., according to his notes, is a waitress at Blades. She graduated last year and she is quite warm for the Stony Man. They apparently go to Smooch City on the regular. <laughs> she could have. Easily let Stoney in after hours to create his ice block in whatever container he brought with him. It would have been no problem for this, you know, recently graduated uh, waitress to let someone into the, into the ice skating rink whenever she wants. I guess, Okay, so she would have access
1: to it after hours, most likely, you know, if she's closing. Would she let Stony in, risking her job <laughs> to make a giant block of
0: ice? <laughs> why, why do you think he ranked her a perfect 10 in all oh, categories? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly this girl is willing to, you know, help him out with whatever he needs.
1: Okay, so it does establish that he has a definite connection of some kind to
0: the ice skating rink, Blades. Alright, I'm glad I was able to prove that so conclusively. <laughs> at the end of their time at Blades link saves david from robin's boyfriend matt uh he's bullying him uh but link yells and then matt comes and he gets mad at link and then link just absolutely tanks a punch and uh walks away instead of fighting back stoney explains to dave that link is a pacifist which it sounds like he actually knows because like him and link are brothers and he knows link he, he's very adamant
1: that Link is a pacifist. And he even gives reasons like, well, because cavemen only fight for food. To me, hearing that explanation, I was like, uh, but did they? We don't know. <laughs> they yeah, might have fought really each other, you know, for other reasons. They they could, you know, have posturing and, and like, oh, I beat up that guy. Now I'm the leader of the clan kind of thing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's odd that Stoney makes
0: that uh, that deduction. We don't know. But we do know that Link is a pacifist and that uh, Stoney is right about it, which seems like he knows Link intimately, like as if they were brothers or something. One of the following scenes shows our friend Short Round from the Computer Club. Ke Hui <laughs> His character was named Kim Sung. He makes friends with Kim Sung, uh, gives him a big hug, stands up for him when he starts to get a little bullied. Um, basically just shows that Link is just like a totally nice dude. Wow, those, that, that's,
1: that's like an Oscar-worthy scene right there when they hug. It is. It's really well acted. <laughs> Two Oscar like winners. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> the next thing, this is an important part of the movie. They go to the museum and Link kind of freaks out a bit. He has a bit of an existential crisis. Uh, it seems like <laughs> yeah, is he is upset because he realizes he's from thousands of years ago and these right, bones are like all that's left home. of his life. But I think that really he's having a crisis because he's tired of pretending to be a caveman. He's looking at all this caveman stuff around him. He's like, is this my life now? I just want to go back to normal. I just want to be a kid again. But he knows that he can never go back. He can't go back to that horrible family situation that he just got out of. So he goes and starts doing caveman stuff. He starts yelling and making fire and hiding in the corner. <laughs> okay. Like he's, he's just kind of overacting the caveman thing now. He's like, I guess that's all I am. I'm a caveman. So <laughs> Doesn't because, that make perfect sense?
1: Because he wants to go back to being not a caveman, he decides
0: to be more of a caveman than ever. <laughs> It's, it's a reaction it's like a, a knee-jerk reaction he's trapped and he's like well i guess if this is what the world wants me to be i'll be a caveman right so like he's, he's had more success in his life as a caveman light a fire than in else. a museum <laughs> and stoney understands like stoney goes over to him and he hugs him and he says link it's okay i understand family we're family man he is. He's his family. He's his brother. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, right? He's clearly a brother comforting his older brother who's having like a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> There's nothing more to it than that. Okay. I don't see how you could interpret it any other way. <laughs> Basically, after they have a little run in with the law, David decides he's had enough of Link. And he drives Link far away. To dump him on the side of the road yeah pretty <laughs> poor, uh, cruel thing link. to do dude dave is such an <laughs> asshole so bad so dave gives link a backpack which i'm assuming might have like some clothes in it i don't know he gives him a skateboard and he gives him a handful of quarters for <laughs> radmobile the arcade game that link loves And as he gives him these quarters, Link looks at him like he can't believe this. And Dave is just the most worthless loser on the planet for giving him a handful of quarters. It's a
1: correct deduction.
0: (laughs) If you don't watch anything else, watch that part of this movie because the look he gives him is not the look of a caveman. This is the look of a man who knows exactly how much of a psychopath Dave is for ditching him with a handful of quarters and nothing else. Also, it's especially hurtful because Link just got kicked out by his family and has been living on the street. So he's like, oh, this again. Great. You know, like it really sucks. That's this is my favorite part of the theory because it makes uh, it makes the whole core of the story a lot more emotional uh, and meaningful. (laughs) Yeah. So... Luckily, Stony shows up and tells Dave to call him back because he's like, this is my brother. Then they start fighting and Link has to pull them apart. Interestingly, he yanks Dave and only Dave off and puts him in a headlock uh, while well, growling family, family. Um, and then he caringly checks Stoney's wounds because Stoney's like bleeding all over. Kind of seems like maybe he cares a lot more about Stony than Dave. Well, he <laughs> should, <they're> brothers. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> and also because Dave's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, Stony has done fun things with him, and they all say sorry and they hug, and that is pretty much it for my theory. The rest of the movie is they go to prom, just as Link is about to be crowned prom king by a short round, Matt bursts in and declares he's a caveman, and they all love it. <laughs> they're so yeah. happy that he's I a caveman. <laughs> there there are only two ways that would go either
1: they just think matt's an idiot or they think "Whoa, cool whatever that means he's he's awesome
0: (laughs) i don't know what matt's trying to do and matt kind of got hit on the head and lost his mind but yeah he gets thrown in the cake and it no longer matters apparently so he's gone gone. (laughs) uh robin though they have a shot of robin picking up the photos that matt brought as proof and she looks affronted like she's like (gasps) oh And then that never goes anywhere. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs> it seems like Robin's going to have a big problem with this, but she doesn't. Then they just go back to the pool, which is magically full of glacier water, and they all dance and party. <laughs> Maybe that's why now she's into
1: uh, Dave, because if Matt's a jerk. Mm. He fell on the cake. She's not She realizes him. it was she... a
0: caveman. She was into men who find cavemen. Dave was right all along (laughs) all he had to do was prove to her that he found a caveman (laughs) oh my gosh he should have just shown her those pictures he's like holy cow he's the perfect man for me a man who finds cavemen he knows (laughs) her so well oh Uh, man if only he had shown her those pictures (laughs) he should have just done that from the get-go Why did he instead show her a random picture of them as kids bathing together and say, hey, here's a picture of me and you (laughs) naked. (laughs) uh... You can show it to whoever you want. He's so creepy and weird. That's a really weird thing to do. I hate Dave. But those photos really aren't proof of anything. Anything, (laughs) no. They're proof of him standing next to a block of ice. That's it. And then, you know, with a very dirty man. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, the movie ends with them finding footprints and smoke and drawings. And then it's Link's girlfriend, (laughs) which they clearly just had her pretend to be a cave person so that she could join them in this crazy uh, thing they're doing.
1: (laughs) Dang, I wonder how much they're going to try to exploit this family before uh, the the dad Mm -hmm. says that's
0: enough. (laughs) In Stanley's Notebook... There are some extra photos. And also, there's a page implying that Matt, the bully, got a hold of Stanley's notebook as well and wrote in it. <laughs> He's oh, like, I got wow. your notebook. I know everything now. Ha 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 ha. So, one of the photos in the notebook does actually show a frozen man, like covered in like chunks of ice. Stoney wrote the note. He says, Subject is most maximally unfresh. They wouldn't have had a picture of this. Because no, they, they never saw him unfreeze. <laughs> also, it's clearly a photo of like a mannequin covered in ice. There is no way this is an actual man. It looks like plastic. So I think that the only way Stoney could have had a picture of this is if he froze a mannequin and took a picture <laughs> while he was doing it. Okay. <laughs> That's the only way he could have had this picture in his notebook. He couldn't so... have taken it when it was unfreezing. I guess that makes sense
1: with your theory. It would mean that... It, it proves my was... theory. He
0: couldn't have taken this photo otherwise.
1: So he wrote all this evidence about Link being a caveman, then left it somewhere purposefully where Matt would find it <laughs> so that Matt could corroborate his story about Link being the caveman. Whoa, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why else is he writing all this...
0: this fake stuff in his notebook That is are lies, right? <laughs> But then there's also another really good piece of proof on uh, one of the last pages of the notebook. He writes, natural science report conclusion. Question, what is the relationship of Encino man to all weasels living on planet Earth today? And then he's got a picture of him and Link and Dave. And he says, answer, we're family. Okay. So there you go. What is the relationship of Encino Man to all weasels? <laughs> Their family, <laughs> which they are because he's his brother. Well, you know, I never thought I would be putting
1: this much thought into this particular movie. But I think if you want to watch an old 90s film with Pauly Shore and Brendan Fraser and you'd like to think about it in sort of a different way then i think it's a, a fun way to 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 view the movie again
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> okay so you'd give it like two stone age thumbs up <laughs> Wow, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to say oh, though boy. i read that this movie was
1: released against two other like more popular films like alien 3 or something and and something else and the studio decided to release it even against those other two films because they were like is it'll still succeed because of the strength of paulie yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and i'm like oh boy i only know paulie shore from this movie (laughs)
0: apparently he was famous before i I know him from this movie and the goofy movies (laughs) Yeah. He was and in like Future where he had to he had to live in a dome or something. Oh right. Yeah. Um, it was like a future dome and he got in there by accident and then everyone in there was uptight and he taught them how to loosen up or something. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> footloose in a dome. Basically. <laughs> bio biodome, that's what yeah. it was called. Biodome.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Music for this episode provided
0: by Christine. You can follow us on Twitter at Popcorn Isn't Real. You can show your support on our Patreon if you like what we're doing and want us to keep doing it. Uh, It means a lot to us. Um, You know, we basically do all this in our free time and it's uh, pretty hard to... It takes a lot of effort to put in all the work to come up with these theories and find all the evidence and stuff. So any amount of support is uh, much, much appreciated. And remember... The popcorn isn't real.